everybody, this is Cake Pop Clara, and I am here with a very special Lolita Fashion Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing the origins of Lolita Fashion, a little bit what it means for me to wear it, and why I do. I'll also go over some places you can find Lolita Fashion if you're interested in wearing it. I'm doing this Cake Pop Podcast because... I really want to inspire anybody who wants to be able to get into the fashion easily. But before we get into all of that good stuff, let's have a quick word from our first sponsor, Fluffy Tori. Fluffy Tori is all about kawaii and lolita fashion. Brand owner Joelle and designer Mezzo create everything from enamel pins, stickers, and jewelry up to dresses, sweaters, and customizable shoes that will make you feel happy and kawaii as fluff. Let's help support this kawaii brand by visiting their website, fluffytori.com. So let's start with the basics. What is Lolita Fashion? Lolita Fashion comes from Japan. Lolita Fashion is distinguished by its silhouette, which means no. your little girl skirt and bralette are not Lolita Fashion. Lolita Fashion has been around since the early 90s, and it stems from other Japanese subcultures. The difference between Lolita Fashion and a lot of other styles is the rules there is rules to Lolita fashion and I'm not talking about you can only wear it on Fridays or something like that. I'm talking about the silhouette and all of the different elements put together to make what we call a coordinate which is a finished outfit. Usually if you don't have a certain number of the pieces your outfit may not be considered Lolita fashion. There's a lot of talk about this online and people arguing sometimes if their cord is considered Lolita or not. But I think as the fashion evolves, we're going to start breaking more rules and see more creative coordinates that can still be considered Lolita fashion. The different elements of Lolita fashion include a petticoat, which poofs out the dress. A lot of times people will ask you to touch your petticoat, which is really weird because it's basically our underwear. So don't do that. Don't touch our poof. It's literally a shield, a force field of sorts. The other elements include a blouse. This goes under what we call a jumper skirt or a JSK, which is just a dress. You have to have a blouse in most cases or else you'll just sweat on your brand and it will smell bad and you you want to protect your brando at all costs. Some coordinates look good without a blouse, but it's one of the rules just to help new people not end up looking silly online, unfortunately. There's also a dress called an OP, that's a one piece. You don't have to wear a blouse if you have a one piece because it has sleeves. Another element of the Lolita fashion is the purse. A really cute purse can make or break a coordinate. A lot of times my coordinates look bare because I forget to throw out a purse when I'm taking my cord photo, but I always have a purse in mind that I want with my coordinate. You need to have a purse because when you go out to meets, you need to carry your stuff around. Some Lolita dresses have pockets, but you don't want to accidentally leave your lipstick in there and get it stained or anything, so you definitely want a purse. Some purses are called pouchettes, and brands like Angelic Pretty and Baby the Star Shine Bright release them to taunt us into buying really cute little plush things that literally cannot even fit a cell phone. Be wary of pouchettes. People flaunt their pouchettes to... <laughs> show their social status in Lolita basically and I love it I'm here for it because they cost so much and they do so little another element of Lolita is the headgear 
I say headgear like it's braces or something, but we're talking about bows. <laughs> if you don't have headgear, your coordinate can end up looking unbalanced. You have so much poof around your lower half, you want something on your upper half to make you look complete and whole. There's many different styles of head pieces. You can have a KC, which is just basically a giant bow that you wear as a headband. You can also have a rectangular headdress. These are also called maxi pad headdresses because they lay flat on your head and you tie them either under your chin or behind your head. These are my favorite because I like to wear my hair flat. If you wear a wig with Lolita, the KCs and big bows end up looking better. If you don't wear a wig, sometimes you can get away with a simple hair clip and it will look better than if you threw a bow on it. Along with head accessories, you also want other accessories, like bracelets and rings. It's okay if you have an abundance of them, but you can also have very little. You just want to have something. Personally, I like wrist cuffs. They're kind of little lacy bracelets that stretch around your wrist. You are obviously going to need shoes to walk around in. A lot of coordinates go well with tea parties, which have bows on them and buckles that have snaps that go around your ankles. They are super cute. In classic styles, you could get away with other types of shoes like Oxfords. You can also get away with loafers. Anything with a rounded toe will look really cute. You just want to look not mature, like no pointed toes, no spiky heels. Those things are not the EGL style. You don't want to wear shoes with your bare feet, of course, so you're going to need some socks. You could have OTKs, which go over the knee. I'm going to talk about some other types of socks later, but don't worry, you could also wear tights. You could also wear ankle socks. You just got to wear something. You can get a lot of cheap ones on AliExpress that are like ruffled around the ankles, and those work fine for beginners. And then a lot of times I watch out for like the really cute, like good priced ones on the secondhand market, but a lot of people aren't comfortable with buying secondhand socks, so it's really whatever you feel like. Another aspect of Lolita fashion is the fact that even though there's all of these elements, there's actually many different sub-styles that use these different components in very different ways. I want to explain that not every Lolita has a frilly pink sweet aesthetic. A lot of Lolitas tend to move away from that because of connotations placed on us by meanies and bullies. <laughs> A lot of Lolitas these days are classic Lolitas. They're really based on more Rococo style and elegant. They'll have jewel tones and dark colors. They'll wear Oxfords and have natural color hair and not very much makeup. I'm generalizing. You can do a lot within the classic style, but your goal is to look elegant. A lot of people wear this when they have daily tasks to do while wearing Lolita. Another sub-style of Lolita is gothic. Visual K is a genre of music that was basically super heavy metal mixed with androgynous punk doll-like visuals that created not only a new style of music, but a new era of fashion. And Manasama creating Moiti. 
Gothic Lolitas are characterized by dark themes and usually a dark color palette. You'll still have the poofiness, but you'll have black eyeliner and dark hair. You'll see ravens, thorns, apples, poison. I never wear a gothic lolita, so I would love to have a gothic lolita guest on to talk to to explain more why they like to wear lolita fashion in a gothic way. I admire a lot of gothic cords, and they're not all kuro, which is black gothic. They can be shiro, which is white gothic. A lot of this terminology stems from Japanese words originally, so this is one of the reasons I aspire to learn Japanese so I can speak to the designers about their creations. I already did have an opportunity to model for Baby the Stars Shine Bright. Be able to express my love for them and the brand in an appropriate way. So now that we talk about Gothic and Classic, I also want to mention Old School. Old school is what you would see in the 90s magazines like fruits. Old school is characterized by not a lot of poof and maybe larger amounts of lace and a bigger use of rectangle headbands and chunky platform shoes. They also use UTK socks the most, which means under the knee. The UTK socks tend to have ruffles around the top. My personal favorite style of Lolita is Sweet Lolita. I love all the colors and vibrance involved with it. I feel like I can inspire confidence with my clothing when I wear Sweet Lolita, and I just feel like a rainbow fairy sometimes. I know that's not why everyone wears Sweet Lolita, but I just love feeling like a princess. That's what a lot of times people wear Lolita fashion for, is to escape all the negativity placed on women and escape the sexualization as well. We just want to be ourselves and be treated like a princess sometimes, like we know we are. Every girl wants to have a tea party, and now we get to. And we get to be adults, too, making our own choices, which is really fun. And appreciating brands' craftsmanship, being part of a subculture that will continue to thrive as it has for the last 30 years. But the truth is, it's not only young women who like to wear Lolita fashion. Fluffy Kawaii Joe wants you to know everybody can be kawaii. No matter what age, gender, color, or body type you are, you deserve to feel kawaii as fluff and good about yourself. YouTuber Joelle, aka Fluffy Kawaii Joe, wants to help you feel fantastic wearing the stuff that makes you happy. She makes videos about Lolita and kawaii fashion and the lifestyle that goes with it, including interviews, event reports, product reviews, and more. If that sounds interesting to you, be sure to subscribe to her YouTube channel today at Fluffy Kawaii Joe. I also wanted to touch base on where you can buy Lolita fashion. When you first get into it, you're going to see name brands like Moity, Angelic Pretty, Baby the Star Shine Bright, and if you go to the website, the dresses are very normally listed for 300 to 500 even thousands of dollars for the nicer ones. How could you ever get into this fashion if you don't have very much money or if you're still young and don't have a job yet? Well, there's a large secondhand community that has been growing over the last 20 years. The main website that we like to use is Circly. It's called Lace Market, but you will have to type in your address bar, egl.circly.com. And that is where you're going to find the most listings of secondhand Lolita. I also recommend Taobao. Taobao is Chinese Lolitas. 
and there's a lot of Chinese Lolita brands tend to release cheaper items to grab the attention of the Chinese market. I would say Taobao quality isn't any lower and you can find some really good stuff. To order from Taobao you do need to use the shopping service which leads a lot of people to use Taobao resellers like Devil Inspired and My Lolita Dress. A lot of times these resellers convince influencers to make videos about their product, showing them off when they got them for free. Be wary that you can get all of these items for a lot cheaper if you just do a little research. If you're younger, you might even be able to ask your parents for it. Or if you're older, there's plenty of videos on how to use a shopping service on YouTube. I have used my Lolita dress because sometimes they do offer sales that are pretty good, but they also sell replicas on their website, not saying that everything is a replica but you want to look out for people copying the Japanese brands like Angelic Pretty or Baby and Starshine Bright because replicas are the worst quality Lolita dresses and you do not want to buy them. And you want to make sure you don't get tricked into buying them either. I know there's a lot more to cover about Lolita fashion. I am happy to explain the basics to you and I am going to continue this podcast to help more people get into Lolita fashion. If I can normalize Lolita fashion a little bit so I don't get gawked at and like weirdly ask questions on the street and that would be really helpful too. Maybe anybody who has questions about what it is can listen to this podcast and realize that we're just really into fashion. Like it's all about the fashion here. Fashion first, friends second, basically. I love my friends I met in Lolita. I'm not saying the fashion comes before them for me. I actually think my friends are like the best part about Lolita fashion. A very unexpected thing to come out of me starting to wear Lolita fashion. It's all a community. There is nothing else weird about us. You can take that to my grave and suck on it. Thanks for listening to this Cake Pop podcast. I hope you have a super stellar weekend and I'll see you soon. Bye pop stars. Also remember to check out Cake Pop Claire on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. I really want to connect with you on Twitter. I think it's so fun. I just have one quick PSA before we depart today. Remember to support indie brands. These are self-made creators who work so hard night and day to make the most kawaii products for you. Just like Fluffy Tori is an indie brand, there's so many others. Please support them with your hearts and your souls and I will leave you with that. Good day.